networking is literally just getting out there, not talking about your business right away. First mistake. Yeah. Do not mm. go to a meeting and start jabbering about your business. Don't. Ask how you're doing, how, what's going on. Learn about the person you're talking about, talking to. Maybe not even talk about your business at that point unless they ask you. Right. And then if they ask you, minimum of giving them. If you have a card, if he says, do you have a card? Don't give a card if you don't, if they don't ask for it. If they're not asking you for a card, they didn't want one. So it's like little things that you learn, but then you just don't go to that meeting once. You go back and you go back, and as they get to see your face, they might want more about you. So you don't, you don't get a job the first time you meet somebody. It's work. You have to keep going back and building a relationship. Hi, I'm Josh Ross. And this is Rick Runson, recording from the Century 21 Advantage Gold Studios. Episode 6 of Becoming the Goat Happy Hour. Today we have Cheryl Campbell. Camp- I said that wrong. Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> Cheryl Campbell. Okay. Cheryl is a life coach empowered by Cheryl. She also runs a charity, but we'll get into all that with her. I don't want to give away too much of her stuff. Hey, you don't want to give yeah. it all away. And what did Cheryl bring in for us? Oh, Cheryl chose Captain Morgan 100 Proof Spice Rum is made from a blend of... Molasses base, aged rums mixed with spices. Bottled at a higher proof, it should be noted that the blend was specifically created for use in cocktails and shots. This rum is 100 proof, oh boy, and gluten free. Great, yeah, awesome. Let's bring in Cheryl. Cheryl. Yay. (laughs) Why would you choose 100 proof? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she did. I think that was our mistake. Yeah, we made a mistake. Let's think about it this way. It's really good for Long Island iced teas if it's 100 proof. They don't need any more proof. (laughs) (laughs) No, they do not. Is that what you normally drink, the Long Island iced teas? Absolutely. My favorite drink of all time. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I enjoy them. They sneak up on you. Yes, they do. Yes, Uh, they do. I used to be able to do two and a half. Drinks. Oh wow! Not so much now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you got? No. One now? I think maybe one, one and a half tops before right. I start making funny phone calls to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's out here, ah. folks. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome if they have like recordings or voicemails. You got any of that? Oh, they probably have <laughs> oh, snap. Boy. They probably have snap pictures of me. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. The, the one son decided to delete me. Oh, wait a minute. Let's say when I drank the Long Islands. Let's say that I um. <clears throat> Made some video phone calls from some places that my son did not want to see me in. So, oh, oh okay. boy. <laughs> yep, the restroom. So oh. he was like, <laughs> he was calling my friend saying, Can you get my mom out of the bathroom and off? Of that damn phone. <laughs> yeah, we're taking my phone Was away. it like a cry for help? Like, help, no, how do I get out of here? It was torturing them. Oh. I, just, I just was hi, calling son. to say hi. That's what I did. I had them all, all the kids. I had all the kids on the video chat. They all kept hanging up on me, and I kept re- redoing it. <laughs> well, let's, I want She's that to happen. Let's pass yeah, that let's around. <laughs> there you are, Cheryl. There uh, you are. Thank you. Right. We're gonna, so welcome. what we do is we, we sip, and then there we rate go, one to ten against rums. Not all oh, yeah. alcohol, just all the rums you had. Okay. Right. Hey. It doesn't taste like kind of proof, right? It's not it's smooth a little bit. Oh, it is actually a little smoother. Yeah, than yeah. I thought, yes. I mean, for real, I really sipped it. So <laughs> She's like, no, that happened. <laughs> it really happened. It really, it really is not like I've had other where you just can't. Yeah, yeah. right, right. 
for a hundred proof, I mean, you hear hundred proof, you're scared. You're thinking it's fire all the way down. This but is. But it didn't fire at yeah. all. Yeah. No, yeah. No, not too much. Yeah. I okay, can he's going for another. Yeah. One. He's like, yeah, let's go for more. <laughs> I can, yeah, I he's going to finish the bottle. Yeah. No, I am not. No, I, am. I don't know if I would continue to sip it without mixtures. Yes, no, I agree. But it agree. Will, it's definitely, definitely way smoother than I thought it was going to be. Before we bring in the mixers, which we do have, let's rate it. Okay. You want to go first? What do you think? One to ten on rums that you had. Even though you could rate it against the regular. I'm, I'm going to go for a, a nine. A nine? Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I'll go for a nine. Right. Josh? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with an eight. Eight? Yeah. It is nice. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Considering a hundred proof, that is yeah. pretty wild. I think I'm going to go nine. Yeah. Yeah. Hey now, yeah. look yeah. at us all high up there. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Good be job, after Captain. This. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> drink responsibly at home. But we do recommend. I mean, a nine and nine and eight. We're recommending yeah. it, right? For sure, yeah. absolutely. Right. Let's put the mixers in and see what it tastes like. Now, you yeah. originally gonna... you originally wanted Diet Coke, but yep. I told you it tastes like cream soda. I'm going to try the cream soda. Yeah, right. I well, think let's I see if he's telling the My memory, I don't listen. You know. We just gotta go for it. <laughs> and it's um do they put that in a Long Island iced tea, Captain Morgan? I do. You do. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they do. They, but I when I make it, it, I oh, everything. Yeah, it's like a lot of tequila. I'm gonna try this there's one like here. yep, there's like five different that's Is there five. anything in there that's not alcohol? No, just a little touch of soda at the very end to give it the color. And then there is the sour mix that's that you put right. in. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's all alcohol. Oh, it's pure alcohol. And it doesn't taste <laughs> yeah. like it. It's weird. Like, if no. you mix all them things together, it, they cancel each other out Yeah, or something it doesn't really like taste it. like it at all. It's more of, uh, it goes down very smooth. Like, very smooth. Now, let's see if this tastes like cream soda. I think I, I think I, it's not really. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you fibbed. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is a way to make it taste like it. I there have is. Fun. I had it, and I always thought it was just That ain't it. That That clearly missed the mark. That's not, it tastes, it. Is it, is it, it's drinkable, right? With the ginger ale? Yeah, we'll get yeah. through it. <laughs> it's, it's not like we're going to throw it away, but. No. It's not 100 proof. <laughs> not 100 proof. Now we got to get it. <laughs> so what are your plans after the podcast? So hopefully, I'm thinking, I don't drink the whole bottle. <laughs> hey, now, I don't have to get picked up. Um, I'm supposed to, I think, go to dinner with my uh, grandchildren okay. and uh, oh, my kids. Wonderful. Where are you going? The steak place down the street here? Which one? Outback. I, outback. It's either, either Outback or the other one down the other way. So I don't know which ones they finally picked on. But my mm. grandchildren have very expensive tastes, so they wanted <laughs> steak for dinner from what I heard. They want that serpent turf. Yeah. So, and until they get older and get jobs, they'll, they'll yeah, stop ordering then they'll, that steak. Nope, they're just going to come to grandmom and grandpa. <laughs> to get that steak, yeah. <laughs> to get that steak. Well, their dad's a big steak eater, so yeah. my son, so they're... They're used to oh, it. Okay. Yeah, my son's no a big... vegans in that house, huh? No, <laughs> no. Custom to the red meat. Yeah, no. My my son is a excellent cook, from uh, what I hear. From he don't cook you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I do. No, he does. But he's he's a big he's a big cook. Like he loves to to cook in the okay. kitchen. Him and his wife. They, it was so funny because they just did a video on somebody. Either him or my daughter in law did a video of all the foods they made. And oh. you could see it. We had music or whatever, and all the foods that they had put together, like they made fried ravioli and homemade spaghetti. Like they do all that stuff. Homemade spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. You hang in the spaghetti yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was all ready to be eaten, but they said they made it. So yeah, were you? Yeah, were you so many were doing these things. Not to that one. No, <laughs> we have. We do holidays there most of the time now. So nice. So yeah, I heard one of your hobbies are gambling. 
<laughs> hey now. Hey now. All right now. <laughs> you know, when you gamble at most casinos, you get free alcohol. This is true. My favorite part of the casino. So you like free alcohol. You don't like the gambling. Oh, no. I like the gambling, too. <laughs> so She's just you. trying to get you there. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a mixture of the two that do it for you. Yes. And then the free <laughs> stuff. So I am, a, I am a big, through all of my life challenges, one of my favorite places to go is usually Atlantic City. Yeah. Um, it's... It's dirty and stuff down there. We know. But if you don't leave the hotel, you don't see the dirt, yeah, right? Nothing happens. So, never happened. You never happened right. to that hotel. You know, <laughs> yeah. And if you drink enough, you don't really leave the hotel. <laughs> and you, you really don't drinking. see things. <laughs> so I do like to, to gamble, but I like to go see the shows, and I like to hang out with my friends. You know, it's like drinking and driving nowadays is not something you do. When I was yeah. younger, we drank and drove all the time. Oh, and I don't definitely. know how I'm still alive because yeah. yeah. I'll be 60. <laughs> And I can tell you, I can remember the day I drove down in in on Riverside in in Jersey down Riverside, whatever it was called, and I drove on the white line all the way down to get to my place. I can remember it so clear. I was so drunk, yeah. I didn't kill anybody. I I don't know what was wrong. I drove on the line, you know. Right, right. Now, if my kids did that nowadays, I kick their butt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> So for me, I like to just go and then I can have my drinks. I can do whatever. We can go, you know, we go to yeah. the shows. We have a nice breakfast, you know. Right. It's just nice, you yeah. know. Um, so. what, what's the casino down there that you like? So I get a lot of freebies from Golden Nugget. Okay. So I don't, I don't pay for crap if I don't have to. I spend enough money gambling. So mm. I like to get my free rooms, my free food. Absolutely. My little special room where I get all the drinks for free, so I like to do that. I don't have Good. it at all the casinos, but you know, you get one casino and you kind of stick with it. And yeah. so I get my freebies there. And in the summertime, we go and they have a nice fireplace. You know, you sit out there and have a fireplace, or yeah. you know, the pool stuff like that. Your favorite kind of guest? You drink and you gamble. I drink, I gamble. <laughs> he is definitely my favorite so far. <laughs> yes, so I what, do. What do you play? What do you play? When I you're just down play there? the slots. Okay. I'm afraid if I go to anything else. Promise everybody, I don't. If I go to anything <laughs> else, it would become a problem. So yeah. like you start hitting the tables and all that stuff, and I just know. I know with the slats, you go with a certain amount of money, you're done, and then you can just uh, you walk get away. Out of there, right? But yeah. when you're at the tables, it's it's just different. You're like you know, you have all these people around, and you know, you get that like, oh, you got to do another one. And I see them, and like I I, I can't do it. I, I could. Well, but I'd well, I always found that is the trick. The trick is to go with your set amount of money you're willing to lose. Don't go above right. that, and you'll be fine. Right. And then, uh, like, even you could do that with winning, too. Like, what you wanted mm-hmm. to win, have that number, and if you walk away, that's really the only way to beat them a little bit. Right. And, that, and that works really well with blackjack, too, because black, blackjack has the greatest odds. So when I sit down and play blackjack, I might ah. go with $300, and if I make it up to $600, I walk away. Uh, I don't chase the money, and I don't chase the loss. I lose a three hundred dollars amount. So are you saying I need to play blackjack now too? Is that what you're? It's <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds yeah, like. Well, hey. Cheryl, look what he's doing here. <laughs> oh, I know how to play blackjack, and I know how to play poker. Like, I can do oh, this. Okay. I've done them all, but nice. I just don't do it with for money. You don't right. do it for money. <laughs> she knows yeah. better. She knows what she can do and not do. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That'll that'll so, be stopping. So, what else you do for fun? Anything? Um, I spend a lot of time that what I can with, I have four grandchildren and uh, three kids. So I have always believed that family time is so important. And, um, I've spent most of my life being a parent. So you can't just walk away from that no matter how old you get. So I just love doing adventures with my kids. So for holidays or specifically Christmas, I always try and do an adventure where we go somewhere. We just went to, um, medieval times 
Oh, cool. It was their Christmas present. And so we all went to medieval times to watch the horse races right. and have the food. And it's just, you know, something I didn't have as a child. So I just think it's so great when we can spend time with them. Yeah. And uh, bringing everybody together and hearing the fights, hearing the yeah, arguments, right, right. or um, just hearing them laugh and giggle together. There's nothing better than hearing your three, I have three kids sitting around the table talking, you know, and I'm like running around going crazy, but the best, the best moments are when I hear them laughing at each other or, you know, bringing up a memory or all conspiring to pick on mom for something. (laughs) You just like them engaging together as a family. Yep. Just love it. That's just like my favorite thing. And then the grandkids all running around going crazy and then grandma yelling to tell them to stop and then they get mad at me, but they'll get okay. They'll get all over it. (laughs) But just doing adventures with them, you yeah. know, taking them out places, doing one-on-one dates with them. So that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and, yeah. It sounds like it's a, you have a really well-rounded personal life. Like, you know when to have fun, how to have fun. You know how to enjoy family. It took a long time to figure out how to do that. Yeah. So it didn't, didn't doesn't come easy. Right. A lot of people don't do that. So, and it took me a long time to figure out how to have me time. To make sure that I stay sane and then I have them time and then I have outside friends like, you know, just to hang out with the people that I want to make friends with. And when we're raising kids, um, women specifically, when we're raising kids, we forget about everything else around. Like our friendships seem to dwindle while the guys are still stopping at the bar on the way home. And I'm not picking on a guy thing, but, you know, most moms or myself, you know, my priority was always them. And so I wasn't always giving myself what I needed. And so as I've aged, I hope to leave that impression on my adult women right now in the family that they know to take care of themselves too and don't wait until they're hitting 60 like myself. Do you feel like when you weren't making it well-rounded that things were suffering? Yes. Yeah. So I suffered. My health suffered. Um, I wasn't the best mom I could be or the best wife or the best friend. You know, friendships right. really, really fell through the cracks. I, I mean, I have some long-term friends, but, you know, people say, oh, you know, I can call my friend after three, year, after three years, and it's like I, I hadn't talked to them in a while. I, that's bullcrap. Yeah. So, like, there's people I talk to, but when you don't talk for a long time, it's hard to come up with those conversations. It's like you have to update your person that you haven't been in contact with for three years before you can start to get to the good stuff. Right. So and if now, you're doing that every time. Right, if you're doing that every time, you're taking so much time from the actual adventure of enjoying your friend. Yeah. So now it's more of I send text messages to the people or a phone call or say, hey, let's go have lunch, let's go do whatever, so that it's more often so we don't have have to catch up so much every time you see them and you can go right to having fun. Does it ever feel like a job or do you enjoy it? I enjoy it. Good. So I'm, I've always been a social butterfly that way. So that, that, that kind of stuff is just, just right up my alley. I just, I love planning on doing stuff. I love planning adventures to go off to do. I love doing the adventures. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a scaredy cat, but I'm trying to get out of that too. Like <laughs> a lot of my friends want to do zip lining and you want oh, to do wow. zip lining. <laughs> I'm going to do it because so many people want to do it with us. So if I die, we'll die together. Yeah, yeah, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, ziplining is scary. I've never yeah, done yeah. it. but I mean, Never do it. I don't know if I could either. That's a big, that's, that's a, a big good one. one to be scared yes. of. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, 
Yeah. So uh, what's are you guys going to jump out of planes next? What's no. The, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's where she draws a line. No, I have a friend who wants to do hot air ballooning. I won't do that either. Yeah, I don't like heights. I'm not no, a fan. I'm not doing well, that. Hot air balloons. So I mean, it feels so it's out of control. Right? Yeah. It's just like it's a heat and a balloon, and you go up and let's see where we land. <laughs> I'm, a con- I'm a control freak. Yeah. I'm a control freak. Yeah. So there's yeah. no way if I can't stop it from going. At least with zip lining, you know, you know, there's an end. Yeah, it's A and B, and there's an right. <laughs> There's no A and B. I can't. I can't. No. No. And yeah. jumping out of a plane. No. Mm-mm, not happening. <laughs> no, do you have? You. Do you fly? Do you have a problem with planes in general? Or I no? used to, yeah. but as I've gotten a little older, it's been a little bit easier. So I, I've been. It was fine the last couple of times I went. Was that part of the whole control thing? Like you felt like out of control in the plane? Maybe. Yeah. But I used to get really um, bad car sickness, okay. motion sickness. Mm. Right. Right. And it might be something to do with something in my health in the past. So that's a big thing. So, um, you know, I have to pick and choose the kind of things that I do motion on. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. The last time I flew, I had zero problems, so I'm not complaining. It seems like you're very self-aware and know how to, to, to fix yourself almost. Yeah. And I guess that go, comes along. With, I mean, you have to do that before you become a life coach. Yes. Right? And, that, and that's what you are. That's what you do. You are a life coach. Right? Yes. I've, I have officially become a life coach over the last couple of years. Specifically this past year, I've really jumped into it and getting my certification and I'm doing additional things. But prior to all that, I, I, I'll be honest, I've done counseling. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't fix yourself if you don't do counseling and people are like, oh, you did counseling. I'm like, help me get where I got to get, get my own life coach. Yeah. I do that, right. take classes. Yeah. I love to learn, so I watch the TEDx's and, you know, all the things that you can do. But the best part about it is that my life in, I'll be 60 in June, I have lived a life that most people can't even imagine. Yeah. So some of the stuff that I have been through or done or had to do or how I grew up would curl most people's hair. Okay. So, and I have survived it. So when I speak to a counselor over the years and they're like, we're not even sure how you got to where you are. This is just amazing. And and you want to help other people do it. Yes. And we're going to get into that in the interview because I want to, I want the listener to, to know how to get in contact with you for that help. And yes. to if they're interested in doing something that you do. Yep. Because you do run a nonprofit also and then... Mm-hmm. You could walk people on how to set that up and, and how to get involved with yours. Yep. But we're going to get all into that in the interview, in which we okay. hit this button here. Okay. Before the <laughs> it lets the listener know we're diving deep. <laughs> we're going in, Cheryl. We're going in now. Here comes the tough questions. So that was a goat? That was a goat. Gonna, <laughs> well, look, 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 hear it again. Hey. <laughs> It kind of sounds like a sheep, but I think goats sound like sheep. It's a goat. But it sounds like a cowbell. <laughs> Cowbells yeah, on goats. A, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. We don't. All right, so. <laughs> it's a lot of farm noises. <laughs> I need you to do me a favor sure. real quick. Mm-hmm. For anybody who's watching me, because I'm here with you. Yes. Okay. Tell me real quick again what the goat thing means. Okay. Just, just real quick. Hit so, I mean, the goat is the greatest of all time. And we say becoming the goat. We're not, we don't want to interview goats. We don't want to interview people who have figured it out or physical goats we don't want goats in here <laughs> not at all no, no goat yoga huh? yeah, no, goats. no goat yoga <laughs> damn we're trying to interview people food. that are trying to better themselves okay. whether it's um on their journey to becoming the goat whether it's in business or just personal or you know yes. running a non-profit or just in the community and we want to try to create a network 
okay. of people. That, like, there's going to be people that are listening to you today that want to do this. Yep. And they get to hear that. And they get to hear your journey and, and figure out their own. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. See? I guess that's the best way to sum it up. I can go on, but is that nope that answered that answered enough for anyone that I've already shared that I was going to be here? Who went? You're what? A goat? You're a goat. <laughs> I was like, listen, I sent you the video. Look at it, and I will learn more when I get there. I there said. So now we have learned what the goat is. Yeah, you are adventurous. You came here not knowing what the goat. I know. Was. Like, I, I don't even know. know what this show is. I had. I, I watched. I watched like two segments, like two things of it. I did right. tell you a little bit of it, and I was mm. like, All right, I'm not even. I'm just going to just jump That's into cool. it. Yeah. And then when y'all tell me I had to drink liquor on top of it, I was like, yeah. It's a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now you got it. Now you got to go to the casino to round it all oh, out. Oh man, <laughs> I have three glasses waiting for me over there. There you go. <sighs> so okay. All right. So life coaching. Yes. How did you get into it? So the name I picked is Empowered by Me, Cheryl. Oh. And there was a reason for that. One, I have a very good friend who helped me come up with a name, and we couldn't come up with it. But over the previous years before I decided to become a life coach, I was doing networking and helping women figure out how to network or how to be in a community of women and how to get their business moving. And... More and more people were coming to me with more and more questions. And I was like, all right, this is draining, you know, because I was like, I don't always have the answers. But even before that, I was constantly fixing people's problems and doing things for other people all the time. And then people would complain about it or they would say, I gave them the wrong information and I didn't ask your opinion. So there was a mixture of things prior to me making this decision of good and bad and wonderful, where I wanted to find a way to share my experiences over the last 50 years or 40 years and not push myself on someone um, without them asking and having people want me in their life. And so what better way is for someone to pay you if they're coming to you yeah. and you're working with them, they're not going to get mad at you because you have set boundaries, you have a set goal, you have set fees, and you're helping them with their mission. And in coaching is a little bit of a difference between coaching and telling someone um, if you want me to tell you the difference between yes, coaching. Please. So coaching, uh, I, I'm a coach slash mentor. And so coaching is literally, my job is to question you, sort of how I turned the question on you about the goat. So it's sort of like me asking the questions to get, the, to get your answers. I don't know your answer. And then when you give me that question, then I'll come, that answer, then I'll give you another question and then another question. And then suddenly you'll get an aha moment. Or you'll be like, oh, I just don't know. I don't know that answer. So then my job is to come up with some type of a tool some type of an activity to help you find those answers. So I have a whole bunch of tools and then I have a book full of stuff. Plus I have it all in my head, a lot of stuff, ways for you to find the answer to something that you don't really know the answer to. And then you might get that as your assignment or your homework. And then we come back the next session and then we go over what you came up with and then you get an aha moment. Oh shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to No, you're it. totally allowed. Go feel free, Cheryl. No, no, we don't curse on here, and that's bullshit that you did it. <laughs> don't you do it again, you. Damn it. Oh, I haven't even said my favorite word. So, 
So it's so cool to watch when they come back for that aha moment, and I didn't give them it. Now, did I already know the answer? Most of the time, I already suspect what the answer is going to be, and my mentor part of me wants to go, this is the answer, but you didn't hire me to be the mentor. So Mm -hmm. I need to keep my mouth shut, and then I wait, and then if you want the mentor part, that can happen too. Sometimes during a session, I'll say, all right, so do you want me to mentor you right now or do you want to continue coaching? Because we already have this agreement, a written agreement ahead of time. So they already know what to expect and what's going to happen. Sometimes they want the mentor part. Sometimes they don't want to do all the work. They just want to do some of the work. Or if if I already suspect something, I can give them some more to work on to take with them. And so mentoring is actually giving ideas, giving suggestions, and giving answers. Okay, so they're two separate, but they can blend together or they can stay apart. Can you give an example of where um, mentoring was needed without giving any names? Sure. You were were their their guide and then you had to be their their coach and then... Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I do have a client where um, we've done a lot of, uh, we did, we, we, I was hired as coach. And as we started moving through coaching, she wanted me to be a business coach. I don't do business. Now, let me explain. I don't, I don't do business coaching, but I do touch on business. So I don't pride myself on saying, I know all the ins and outs of the business world. I know all the ins and outs of how to help you get to be a better person so that your business world gets better. So this woman hired me to help her get her life organized or, or find out what she wanted to do and how to do it. We did it. We started working on stuff and we were doing the coaching and it kept leading over to mentoring, kept leading over to mentoring. And I asked her if she wanted that. One of the situations for her is I had no clue when we were coaching that she needed help with organizing and decluttering. Now, I am not an organizer or a declutterer person. Am I organized? Yes. Ask my kids. I change my rooms around often at my house. (laughs) Reorganize, throwing stuff away. I do that all the time. Do I do it for a living? No, people get paid to do that for a living. So after working with her, we determined that she needed a little bit more mentoring. So mentoring was pretty much telling her what she needed to do, setting a plan, doing a goal, and then her having to report back to me in that one area. So that's more of a mentoring, like pretty much telling me what she needed to do, what we're going to do first, how we're going to do it. And how, how did, I mean, in that specific situation, how, when you mentored her, what are some of the, I don't want to use the word tricks, but how did you get her to that point where she wasn't? So how she wasn't, no. So she has done so well. So it turns out when you're coaching, you find out what's stopping you, what made you do all that clutter, what happened. And things holding her back were the emotional attachment to stuff, um, just not enough time or not being able to do it by herself. So by coaching, she realized, ah, you know, she ended up asking for help, which she'd never really did before. She opened up and communicated more with the people around her, saying that she needed additional help to help get that organized, and they came in and they helped her. And so her family ended up helping her more because now they knew she needed it because now she had this skill set to go out and talk to them and let them know what was going on. Um, and then the, hopefully there's another situation we were doing recently, and there's some items that are in a box that she was afraid to get rid of, 
And we talked a little bit about the memories that were attached to them. And by doing that, what can we do? So she's doing some things, and she asked her son, does this mean anything to you? And she, he's like, no. So she's going to show it to him, this and that. And I said, well, why don't we do this? I said, let's talk about what can we do to save these memories but not keep the items. Mm-mm. So after going back and forth a little bit, we determined if we took pictures of them and we wrote the story of the memories of what we have, and she's a very organized person on the computer, and she took these items and she put them on the computer, they'll always be with her. And wow. then she could get rid of the physical. Mm. And then still move on, still have the stories, still have the the item that she can view, but not the actual physical item that might be very dusty or dirty right. or old or whatever. That is, yeah. that's such a great yeah, tactic. Yeah, it was so <laughs> that was a great idea. To, to break down the root of why, yep. why it's happening and then address that, not the actual hoarding. Because, I mean, I'm sure her family wants to scream right. at her and, what are you doing this, but not getting to the root. So and I don't think she's and I, but, but and I don't even think sometimes it's like not, they're not a hoarder like I right, don't believe right. that she's ever really a hoarder I mm-hmm. think just and and she doesn't either like I don't right. think I just think it just became overwhelming yeah mm. you know but when you take away oh you got to do this and this when you take away all that and you just talk about the emotional part of it and figure out what we can do to get further and get further and get further then that emotional part gets I want to say tucked away or it gets it gets addressed so you can either say goodbye to it or you can move on with it or whatever and i'm not a counselor so if it got into like deep stuff where we needed a counselor (laughs) my job is to say you need to go get a counselor it's not about that sometimes you just need somebody to talk to and listen to you and give you you know help you find those answers that you already knew the answer so in coaching you already really know your answers you've just never really been confronted with it you know, you've never barely been asked the hard questions or you've asked yourself a question and because it was too hard, you put it aside. My job is to not let you put that question aside. And so I make you face those questions and then you answer them. Now they have the right to say, I don't want to answer. Any client that comes to me has a right to say, I don't want to do that. And we absolutely back away. Don't make me cry this session. Absolutely not. I won't make you cry. <laughs> I mean, it's serious right, because if you be. don't want to go that route, then we don't go that route. So there's always boundaries. There's always rules. There's always, you know, that does we that, have does to Does that make to. The, the, the journey a little longer when they're a little yes. held back? Yeah. Yep, yep. But that's okay. It took them. So the step of asking, the step of going to a counselor, the step of going to AA, the step of going to any of those things, the first step is admitting that you need to do it. And nothing is done overnight. We didn't become damaged overnight. You know, we all have issues. Yeah, they didn't come. They didn't come overnight. <clears throat> so you can't expect to hire a coach or go to a counselor or go to AAA or what, any of those and think you're going to be cured after a couple of weeks or a couple of months. It, it could take years. It could take weeks. It, it, it just depends. It depends on what your commitment is. Have you ever had a client that just kind of got it right away and and like one or two sessions and wow, was a breakthrough? Uh, no. <laughs> it takes time, right? Real no. healing and, and real. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Too. I've had them one or two sessions and they're not ready for it. There's okay. a difference. So they mm. don't want to do it. You know, I mean, they don't say it that way, but they'll be like, okay, I got this. The, so it's, they're just not ready to move forward. They'll say like, they're fine. Like, yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. And, and you know, they'll be back or yeah. they'll have to find help somewhere else. Yeah. I do have a client who's not going to be with me as long. We've already talked about it because she, she's already done the work before she came to me and she's doing wonderful work and we're just dealing with some things. And she, 
may stay with me in a different capacity. So you can move on to different things. So like I could help you. I, then I would like go to mentoring. So say somebody wants to um, become a coach, yeah. you know, so then I can help mentor how to go about that. And mentoring is like giving you resources and helping you figure out what you, you know, what you want to do, which category do you want? You know, it's a little bit more of me giving answers versus me making you find them on your own because sometimes you just don't want to do it. It's right. just too hard. If I already have the answers, sort of like in the nonprofit yeah. world, if I already have the answers, why would I? Why would you not just go to the person who knows the answers already? Well, if, okay. if you if you come across somebody that has serious problems, harming themselves, something like that, um, I, by law, anybody, I would have to call nine one one. I would have to report, report it. it. Absolutely, I would absolutely, and I and I have had in the past. So I I would absolutely make sure that they get help. I would never walk away. All right. Well, call 911. I need help. Fill me up, buddy. Oh, buddy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> now. Already. Hey, yeah. He likes yeah. his cream soda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so maybe, much. Yeah, girl. maybe I just think cream soda tastes yeah, like Yeah, he that. likes that cream soda. Let me tell you. <laughs> it don't taste nothing like no cream soda. I got soda. that completely wrong, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did, sir. Yes, if he drinks it long enough, it's going to taste like cream. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure at one point of this Straight, show, right? you'll think it's cream soda. You. <laughs> You know, if we talk about it enough, you just make your mind Mind. think it tastes like cream soda. She's coaching us. She's coaching us. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. There you go. Here's your cream soda, you. Thank you. Now, I have to say, I don't have all the answers, and I'm not 100% fixed. So when I say I'm not fixed, I'm always looking to improve myself. I'm always looking for the next thing. I have my own coach right now. I have my own, you know, because I want to be the best I can be for the people that are coming to me. So if I don't keep myself the best, I'm not going to be able to keep somebody else the best. Before you got into this, did you have to to get yourself to the point where you could help others? So unfortunately and fortunately, I was helping people all the time for for all my life. And that's when I said sometimes it was wrong or how I did it wasn't always the appropriate way. But it was the only way I knew. So to me, I was doing the best I knew how to do. And so I have a daughter that is sick. And um, so we call cancer one, cancer two, cancer three. Cancer one, I drank a lot of Long Island iced teas. A lot I drank. Felt sorry for myself. Cancer two, a lot of Long Island iced teas again. (laughs) Drank a lot. Cancer three, we were we were in COVID, and so Long Island's were not an option because we were all together. So what had to be an option was I had to straighten my shit out. <laughs> I had to get my brain together. Signed up for my counselor, and don't get me wrong, I've I've had times where I was depressed, and I had a counselor because I got into a depression and couldn't get out of it, and all that stuff. So. You know, but when Cancer 3 came, I needed to stop thinking about her going to die tomorrow, going to die tomorrow, going to die tomorrow. And we needed to live today, live today where our adventures come in at, where our doing everything that we do together. Because I had to figure out a way to still know that my daughter, my oldest born, will most likely pass before me. And so how do you walk through life going, getting up every day if you don't get your stuff in a row? People like... People ask me, you know, how do you do it? It's, it's not that I have a choice. You know, I have a 10-year-old um, granddaughter, and I have three other grandchildren that are love her, and I have two other children. So we all have to find a way to keep moving on, and so that's what I did. I actually signed up for a coaching class uh, probably a year and a half, almost a little over a year and a half. It took me a little longer to do it with everything going on, and um, decided I wanted to learn 
a different way of doing what I was already doing and stop feeling sorry for myself. So during that coaching class, I had to dive into a lot of my own emotions and, uh, I did. And so I still have fixing to be, I mean, I don't want to say we have to be fixed, but I still have things I need to solve on my own, you know, or to figure out. But now I have a a better, I've learned to meditate. I I just do different things now. And, um, I don't think I get as angry as I used to over things. And, I do drink my Long Island. <laughs> they didn't leave. But not, <laughs> not as, as bad. Mad. So there's not tears when I drink right. the Long Island. Smiles. So I, right. So the last couple of times I've had my drinks, it wasn't didn't turn into a tear fest. It turned into we were laughing and calling my son from the woman's room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, at one point the, the Long Islands were almost like a self-medication. Kind yes. Of forget what's going on. And then you, yes. you learned how to use it the way it's supposed to be used. Yes. In moderation. That's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was definitely, I mean, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. You know, I got myself drunk and cried and my friend drank with me and she cried and, you know, but we know, but, you It's know. a lot for any human being to take yeah. on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So. Do you think that that's helped you be a better coach? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that life experiences, like I said, when we first started, life experiences is what makes, I think, really someone for me in the life coach world. I mean, life is life. You know, you'll hear lots of coaches out there. There's so many different coaches doing so many different things. To be clear, I deal with life issues. Everyday people, life issues. I'm not trying to get you to meditate. I'm not trying. So there's hundreds of different coaches out there. My only goal in life is to help you get up out of bed in the morning and decide what you want to do for the rest of the week or the rest of the day. That's my, that's what I want to do for people. Small goals. Small goals. Yeah. Baby goals. Yeah. My, my clients will tell you, I always tell them, stop having such big goals. We're only here to work on today's goal. You know, I have to lose 30 pounds. No, you don't. You just have to drink six glasses of water today. That's all you got to do today. I can do that. I yeah. can do yeah. that. <laughs> yep. Six glasses, you Well, say. six glasses. <laughs> we're not, yeah, now we're not, we're not saying six of the captain. No, no, no. Not, not that cream soda nonsense. None. Six, six cream sodas? Is that what you guys said? Yeah, six cream sodas. But yeah. So, yeah. so if somebody wanted to get into life coaching. So I'm not at the point yet that I would um, that I would train people, but I could definitely lead them to where to go and how to go about to do it. What kind of person do you think would be the right fit? Would you have to be I mean, a life coach? To have empathy. So there are so many people out there that say they want to be a coach. And then they don't. So when I started out, I wasn't sure if I was going to be life or like what specific I wanted to use for my word. So I call myself an empowerment coach because I want to empower the human being that I'm working with to be a better person. So I like the word empowerment, um, which is equals working with your life, life situations. So anyone who wants to do it, there's so many different resources out there, but they could reach out to me. And I definitely would mentor you. See the word? See the switch? Yes, I see. And mentor on how to get there and to decide what direction you want to go, who you, you know. So you might might say, I want to be a coach, but let's let's work and see what type of coach. What makes you think you want to be a coach? Let's do all that. And that's what I would do to help you figure out if you really want to be a coach, how, what drew you here. And then once you become sure, you want to be a coach, then I would go to the mentoring and say, okay, then this is what I'm going to, you know, this is what you're going to do. You're going to research this and we can try this and I'll help you find the different things in order for you to figure out, whoops, hey, no. what kind of, I talk with my hands. <laughs> That's little, okay, little, go ahead. little Italian. <laughs> um, 
And so, and then, so the mentoring part comes in where I'll help you figure out where you would go, how you would do it. And if I can lead you to it, then I would be your resource to keep coming back to, to help you follow through with your training. Okay. And, and as far as the business end of it, I mean, is this like an LLC? So yes. So I am, I am, I do have it as an LLC. So being a business it is and getting your EIN number and your, um, so that's all, all part of it. Well, and that's part of what I would for, mentor you with. For people who don't know, what's an EIN number? An EIN, EIN number replaces your social security in the world. So if you want to do a business and you don't want to hand over your social security number to everybody, every Tom, Dick and Harry that you have to sign up for, you apply for your EIN number. First, you have to come up with your name that you want to be, which is a whole nother world. You need to check with the website to make sure you're, it's a fictitious name. You have to make sure nobody else has it. And if they do, you have to change something. I also teach you how to do that. Yeah, that's hey. the mentoring part. She don't um, leave nothing out. <laughs> Go um, ahead. Busy, busy. And on, I'll show good. you how to do that. <laughs> um, and then you figure out what your name is going to be. Then you do your EIN number. And both of those are free. So yeah. there's no fee for an EIN. There's no fee for a fictitious name. And then you have to decide when you do your EIN, then you have to go on and and get your LLC or corporation or whatever. And that's where you want to sit and really talk about what each one of them, it's too long of a conversation, but you really need to decide what you want, how big you want to go. And that'll decide if you'll be LLC, if you'll be a corporation. There's like S Corp and all that stuff too. Yeah, Yeah. so you don't want to... You know, you really have to sit down and do your homework before you fill that paperwork out. Yeah, I always tell people to go to an attorney and explain to them what you want your business to be and how you want it to grow. Because, I mean, that's crucial in the beginning mm-hmm. to, to form it the right way. You don't want to have to rename your thing or start an yeah. like LLC. So not to take away the attorney thing for you, okay. but you realize there's all these numbers on the websites that you can call that when you apply for these things, you can ask all those questions for free. Oh, that's free. great. I didn't know that. Yep. That's great. You, you can son ask of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> We've been oh, paying for attorneys this whole time. This we no, I don't want to say no attorneys. Everybody needs attorneys. You absolutely. But what I'm saying is when you're just investigating, when you're just trying to figure it out and you're not sure and you're going to pay for an attorney or pay me or just you can call these numbers. There's a whole website. And I can literally copy and paste it, and I send it to some of my, my clients. And it gives you all the phone numbers. And then they will answer questions for free for you. So you don't have to pay anybody to ask them, can you describe this? And the website is so detailed. It's even more detailed now for small businesses. It breaks down everything. I just, I was just on it the other day for my, for someone else. And I was like, oh my God, look at this. I copy and paste it. It's a family member. I sent it all to him. I was like, it's like self-explanatory. It's more detailed than I can give you. Okay. Then you, I mean, of course, get. A, I'm not. I don't want any lawyer to get on me. <laughs> Definitely can hire lawyers, but for right. me, when I'm just investigating, the website and calling and making those phone calls is beautiful because yeah. they answer them well. Nowadays, it's hard to get people on the phone, but there are phone numbers and there are emails and you know, yeah. great information. Yeah. So now, now you have your your EIN. You have your LLC. You open up your bank account and your business name because you have the yep. EIN number now. Yep. Now you got to get yourself out there. Do you have mm-hmm. any advertising tactics? Or So I am not so good for myself right now with the advertising tactics for Empowered. I've kind of kept myself on the down low. This is the most I've, 
I've, I've um, told about myself for that because I run the nonprofit. Um, I had to find a way to balance. So I, I only take on six or seven clients um, a, a, a three-month session, yeah. and I'm pretty much at that right now. So I'm not in need of clients, if that sounds crazy. So to advertise for me, it's not good. Um, Facebook is fabulous for me. Well, how did you get them six or seven clients? Uh, for the, all my networking. So I do networking. Um, Explain networking. So networking is very different for men and women, just saying. But networking <laughs> is a way that you go find groups. I would say like-minded people. So you want to find like-minded people that you want to go hang out with. And you get to talk about who you are. Um, you hear about who they are. Um, I also teach about that. Um, part of mentoring. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> um, so what happens is, so I actually ran a networking group for a long time, uh, 3C of Connecting Found, uh, Foundation. It's actually a nonprofit also. And we would meet uh, three times a month and a bunch of women would get together. But I also would bring in other networking groups to talk to us. And I also go to networking groups to find, to, to give to the people that I mentor so that we can find the right fit for us. So networking is literally just getting out there not talking about your business right away. First mistake. Yeah. Do not mm. go to a meeting and start jabbering about your business. Don't. Ask how you're doing, how, what's going on. Learn about the person you're talking about, talking to. Maybe not even talk about your business at that point unless they ask you. Right. And then if they ask you, minimum of giving them. If you have a card, if he says you have a card, don't give a card if you don't, if they don't ask for it. If they're not asking you for a card, they didn't want one. So it's like little things that you learn, but then you just don't go to that meeting once. You go back and you go back, and as they get to see your face, they might want more about you. So it, you, don't, you don't get a job the first time you meet somebody. It's work. You have to keep going back and building a relationship with, these, with your people. You don't have to become friends with everybody you network with. I have a lot of people I network with that I can, I say hello, I see them, I check on them, I say, you know, we, we, we connect, but we don't, we don't go to each other's baby showers and stuff, but right. we know each other and we respect each other. And someone's in the hospital, you want to make sure you send a flower if you've met them 13 times, you know, you right. want to, so that you build a relationship with your business people. And then that way your business will grow even more. If you just become friends for not not friends but associates, like you know, it's not going to be somebody you're going to invite to your child's wedding, right? But you build a, a trust between each other, and then you will share businesses. I may not use your product or your service, but I may know somebody that will, and I really liked you, so I'm going to refer you, and then that's how it happens. That that translates in so with so many businesses, yeah, yeah. for not, sure. Not just life coach. I mean. It, Provide a real product mm -hmm. and, and be honest and don't shove it down people's throats. Be a nice person and it'll it'll happen for you. Like I mean, you're content with your your um, six or seven people at a time right so now. Right I want to go bigger. You want to go bigger? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm gonna oh. go bigger. <laughs> she <laughs> ain't playing. How big she we talk? Not playing. So um, my ultimate end goal, I, I do group sessions. So right now we just we're completing this Wednesday our final group session was fabulous so it's having six to eight people in a group having topics that we talk about and then we're going to meet in person for the last one but as we move on it'll be but doing group sessions just gives people a touch of what coaching is all about so then this way 
how do I say it? They know they're not, we can't go too deep because it's too private. So you, when you have a group, you can't, you can't dig like you do when you're one-on-one, Yeah. but you can still give a feel for what we do and, and you learn something from it and you walk away from it. And then, um, I, I'd like to do a lot more of those okay. because I can touch a lot more people. And then my ultimate end goal is to complete my book, which we never really talked about, but oh, I'm yeah. writing a book, a book is to, uh, I have two. Oh, wow. Um, and both of them are half written. So I actually determined that uh, I Combine decided. Combine the two. Combine the two. Make it... um, no. <laughs> you got a whole book? Uh, <laughs> no. Good try. But um, so my goal is for the end of 2022 to have those complete and then to speak about them. Are they self-help? Um, sort of. It's sort of. A, so one of them is basically about me and my journey and how I got who I was who I became, and who I am now. So when, when, they, when they come out, mm-hmm. I want to read them right away. And okay. You're going to come back on, and we're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's The one is going to be really good. So the other one is more um, more related to being a mom. Mm-hmm. So, But it's, it's uh, through my eyes only, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my version. You know, everybody, there's always three sides to every story. We, As we know, you know, yours, mine, and the real one. Yeah. But for me, I don't care what everybody else's versions are in this book that I'm mm. writing. It's my version only. I don't give a hoot what everybody there else says. There you go. I like that. Only my version. That's and what it comes that's down what to. I mean, that's it's what about I'm perspective. Talk about, right? It's about perspective for yep. yourself and what you've learned. And yep. I'm and it could could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, somebody who I might be talking about, and it might go, "That's not how oh, wait, that happened." Wait, wait. Do you trash talk some people? No, I don't say names. <laughs> I'm not saying names. But What's somebody reading down? it might be like, "That was that was us." Right. But the version that they remember might be different than the version that I'm going to write about. Awesome. So, I can't wait. Yeah. So let's talk about the Christmas Gala. Uh, the Christmas Gala. <laughs> it's yes. what made me who I am today. Yeah. For real. It, it's a, oh, it, wow. it, it put you on this path. To... It put me on this path. Okay. So the Christmas Gala is going into its 14th year. Christmas Gala, the gift of giving all year round, is a nonprofit that I fell into founding. So I'm actually the founder. And when I say fell into it, it is not something I'd ever planned on ever doing. So back when I, 14 years ago, I had just got done raising a bunch of kids, um, still had some at home, and my grandmother had passed a year before that. And I had taken care of her for a long time. And uh, on a yearly basis, we did a family, uh, a family and friends Christmas party, so it all connects. And I was shopping for that. That night, I met this woman who was 92, and she had two cartfuls of groceries, and I had mine. It was 9 o'clock at night, and she asked for the um, cashier to call her a cabbie. I was like, oh, shit, 9 <laughs> o'clock at night. Hey, right. So me offered to take her home with her two cartfuls and her big bag of birdseed <laughs> and loaded up in my car at the time and drove her home, which was about 10, 12 minutes down the road, and her entire conversation there Reminded me of my grandmother who died at 92. Reminded me of how alone she was and, you know, all her friends died and her children died and she outlived everybody and it, my heart just broke. Mm-hmm. The final straw was when I pulled up into her driveway to deliver all of her items into her house for her to carry them in. She cried and I thought, oh, crap, what did I do? <laughs> so she had said that the cabbie would have brought them up from, would have put them on the street and she would have had to carry them up the hill. It was a hill. Mm. And so she was just so happy that I brought them in. So I'd taken them in, and, and um, 
So she just needed a cart, she said. She says, but I can't, can't afford the cart. But she's paying for a cabbie, but she can't afford a cart. It just means that's where her money, money had to go. to go, yeah. So I was like, okay. So I went home, and I was like, I'm gonna, we're going to get her a cart. We're going to help her. We're going to do a fundraiser. My party was like the next night. I'm talking to all my friends. So we decide we're going to do a fundraiser. I go back to take her cookies after the party, and she never takes the cookies. I don't know what happened. I think she may have passed that quick because oh, there was wow. no answers. There was no nothing. But we had raised wow. this money. We had decided to do um, a fundraiser to buy her stuff. And we raised money. Now, mind you, I had no idea what doing a fundraiser meant. I had no idea what volunteering meant. I never did any of that. Like, to me, I was already doing all my stuff. So I knew nothing about volunteering. I knew nothing about running a nonprofit. I knew nothing. And, and some people listening might be in the same boat right yep. now. So, yep. I mean, as we describe this going forward, let's talk about how, what, what's the first step? What, what was the first step you had to do? So... I did everything ass backwards, <laughs> which, is why, which is why I do what I do now. Mm-hmm. So my first two years of being part of running this nonprofit, I did everything wrong, but nobody knew I did it wrong. You know, we still raise money. We still find a way to give it away, whatever. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet someone that became sort of a mentor to me around year three or four. And she's like, you know, you're doing that wrong, right? I was like, nope, I had no idea. So when you, when, you, when you start a nonprofit, number one, you need to have more than just an idea. You need to know what the name is going to be, hence the Christmas Gala. The gift of giving all year round, that tagline had to come later because the Christmas Gala is actually the name of the very first event we did. Don't ask, but the paperwork <laughs> was filled out, and we are known as the Christmas Gala. So we never really officially picked a name. So did the Christmas Gala get so much traction that you couldn't? Change we tried it year yeah. five and almost took us out. Okay. Yeah. So we couldn't change it. So in order to start a nonprofit, one, you need a name. Two, you need a board. A board? What is that crap? <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, huh? Not I need true. to have people. Right. So I had to find a board. But, but I didn't know any of this. So when you start a nonprofit, when you want to start a nonprofit, let me move all the way back real quick. If you are thinking of starting a nonprofit, don't start one yet. Go volunteer somewhere. Figure out what the mission is. And I just think that's what I do for a living. But figure out what your mission is. What is it that you're drawn to? Go volunteer at some of those like-minded nonprofits. See how they run them. See if you can volunteer. You might not need to start your own. You might be able to go to another nonprofit and ask if you can start a program with them. Become part of their board. Figure out what you can do to help that one grow. If you're really bent how on getting your own nonprofit, make sure you have all your ducks in a line. Make sure you know what your mission is. Make sure you know who your team is going to be. Who is going to be supporting you to do this? Who will be your board members? You need to have a minimum of three. As far as I know, the last time I looked, I always say you need to have a president, vice president. You need to have a treasurer and a secretary. So you need at least four people to help you run this nonprofit to get started. Have a goal. How are you going to raise the money? There's, there's so many different ways. You have to have certain paperwork in order to ask people for money. So figure all that out. Go do a GoFundMe. Some people do all that kind of stuff. I, I'm not really sure how that all works. For me, you don't have to apply. So okay, so you know your mission. First, you need to know your mission. You need to know what your name is going to be. You need to know who the people are going to be to support you. Then you need to apply for your EIN, same as a business. Then you need to apply for 
fictitious name, vice versa. You got to figure out what your name is, make sure it's not taken. Then do your EIN and make sure you have your board together. It's not that simple. You now also have to have what's called bylaws or a constitution, whatever you want to call it. You got to build that. You need to have a mission statement, way more than what a business has to have. You need to have all that paperwork in order before you go and apply for what's called a 501c3. There's a lot of 501s out there, C6s, C this. You need a C3 for a nonprofit, but you have to be specific as to what. If you're a networking group, you can be a 501c6. That, uh, for, for me, the Christmas Gallum is C3. Do they have different tax benefits? Is that what yes, it is? Yes, different yeah. tax mm. benefits. So one, you can get like... I'm not 100% without paperwork in front of me, but one is like the C6s, you can't get tax exempt from the state, but with C3, I'm tax exempt from the state. So you can apply for that. So that's the other thing. When you become a 501c3, you know you have to apply for the state. You have to, so there's so many different things, but once you get some of that paperwork under control, then you have to apply for your 501c3. Mm -hmm. There's a long form and a short form. This is where people say, I'm going to hire a lawyer. Yeah. So you can hire a lawyer, but if you're just doing the investigative part, you're just doing the little things, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I can mentor you to figure out what you're going to do and at what point when do you want to go see the lawyer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always say, why hire, again, nothing against lawyers. I'm not saying it. But why hire somebody to do the investigative work first, take all your questions to the lawyer that you have, and then get your lawyer. You know what I mean? Right. And that's where I help you figure out some of that stuff. Anyway, the 501c3, I've done many. I've helped people fill them out. You fill out your 501c3. You can do a long form, a short form. I'm not going to get into it. There's two different. There's reasons for each one of them and how quickly you can get them Mm -hmm. and how much the cost is like $875 for one and $1,200 for another. So there's money that's involved. Who's paying for it? I mean, mean, we don't need them kind of details. People have an idea of what to look for. It's not easy. It doesn't sound easy. it's It's not easy, but it's also not as hard as it sounds because it's really just steps. You do A, B, C, D. Like you said, six waters. Yes. Just drink six waters today. Just, just drink six waters, right. <laughs> Let's get the six in. Let's and get the beautiful thing is, guess what? There's a whole bunch of organizations out there that do it for free that help you do it that I would refer you to. So, And again, A, B, C, D. It literally tells you, I sent this to someone else, all the steps of starting a nonprofit. Yeah. So. Okay. Do you? Have, I think, did you have gifts for us from the oh, gala? I did. Oh, look at us getting more guests. I swear we only have this show to get things. Yeah, we get free stuff. <laughs> so the Christmas Gala, oops, the Thank Christmas so Gala much, is Sharon. always about the gift of giving. So we don't ever go anywhere without giving. And, and we and love receiving. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't go anywhere without receiving. <laughs> <laughs> or, or drinking. <laughs> or drinking. I guess not. You might want to get a liver test once in a while. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. I think I'm good. <laughs> Ooh, that's so, really nice. Oh, is- that's actually our logo. Oh, wow. Oh. And it's like, it's 3D. I don't know if it will pick it up on camera. Josh, you want to put it in the camera over there? (laughs) It's dimensional. Yep. So that's That's the logo. That's our logo. Really cool. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yes, thank you so much, Cheryl. It's going on the tree. My wife's going to love it for sure. And look at you even have yours standing up so nice. Can you do that? Yeah, 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 don't 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 copy me, you. Don't (laughs) Don't copy me. (laughs) I'm teasing. (laughs) So. So uh, let's really quick go over what the, the gala does for people. So we are, I, it sounds silly, but we're the gift of giving all year round. And that basically just means we take care of the elderly 
And we also take care of um, mental health organizations. We work with over 40 organizations in Bucks County and surrounding area. So we have a pretty good reputation. When we work with them, that means they send us referrals. So we have several programs. One is called um, the Angel Program at Christmas time. Most people who are listening know us for our Angel Program. And that is where we have an application that we give out to social workers, caseworkers, and building reps and things like that. The clients that qualify, low income, going to be alone, so on and so forth, they fill out the application and they send it back into us. We then get the application and it has all the items that they're asking for for Christmas. We'll see how many of those items we can get. We put it on a tag like you see for children's at the angel trees. We put these on tags or we get businesses. We're always looking for businesses that have 60 employees or so many employees. And then they take so many tags and each employee takes it. So then we, we, we work with the community to get these gifts. And last year we did over 1,200 total with the both programs that we did, that 875 for Angel. Um, each gift ranges between, I would say, 75 to $200 that comes back to us. Yeah. And these gifts are then distributed back to all these organizations to distribute to the seniors and or the mental health organizations we work with. So that's the angel program. And Josh took a picture earlier of what a package might look like. Yes, I so, did. And we'll put that up. Absolutely. So that one is surprise the senior, and that one is all year round. And that's right. really quite simple. That is just filling a bag full of goodies. Anybody can donate anything they want, whenever they want. We fill the bag with toilet paper, paper towels, and any kind of goodies that we can. And then we go and surprise a building, and we drop the bags off, and we leave. Oh, and so nice. it's just a surprise. And we're going to let people know how to, to, to get involved. Yep. And Absolutely, even myself. So, <laughs> question in business: mm-hmm. mistake you made that you would like others to avoid? Advice, a warning. In <laughs> business, so the biggest mistake that I have made that I'm trying to rectify now is underpricing myself. Okay, it's a huge, huge mistake that I have made in so many different, even in the Christmas gala, but to underprice my worth. So not just with this, but anybody who's in business, if you're good at what you do and you know you're good at what you do, price yourself for what you're worth. And it's really hard because so many of us want to help those that can't afford. So then we want to fix our pricing so that we can help those people that can't afford. So that's where... My mind never stops. <laughs> so in my opinion, then that's where I start to try and do grants and things like that or special pricing for people who can't afford but only do so much a year and budget myself. So I didn't know all of that when I first started. Yeah. So that's kind of like, you know. And your time is, is precious. If it's time away from the family yes. and the things you yes. enjoy, there's nothing wrong with Bettering right. your life and being able to afford to take your grandkids to a steak dinner, you have to be able to do that. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> they like steak. They <laughs> like steak. Let me tell you. So, yeah. So, that's my, that's, for me, I think that's the biggest mistake I've, I've done. Don't undervalue yourself. That's a good one. Yourself. That is really yeah. good, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think I... I think I do that to myself, and now I quit, sir. Now you pay me more. Yeah. (laughs) Josh, don't take that advice, please. (laughs) Nope. Thank you, coach. And you're out of here. (laughs) It's the Josh show now. Hey. I do know know a coach that could help you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How to deal with him. 
Oh, oh please, yeah? please, what's her bring, name? Bring, <laughs> bring her in, please. Please do. I need all the help I can get. Okay, so, quote, we asked all of our guests for a quote. What is your quote? So I probably have said it a few times here today. So my, my favorite words, and it's not a quote that I can repeat that anybody, but life is an adventure, mm-hmm. and tomorrow is another day. So it's very important. I always, I've said that for years, and I think that's how I have lived my life because I could have something catastrophic happen today, and if I took it with me tomorrow, I wouldn't be able to get through tomorrow. An example, my daughter having a seizure in the living room and then being told she had six tumors in her brain. How, how do you wake up the next day? I have to live with my own motto, that the life is an adventure. It's obviously put here for me, and tomorrow is a new day. And we have to wake up and start it fresh as, it, as, as though yesterday didn't happen. We know it happened, but you still have to start and hope that today will bring something new. That's, that's great. That, 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 that yes. kind of goes back to your six classes a day. Yeah. About, yeah. Everything little. Everything yeah. little. Little yeah. steps. I love it. I love uh, it. So, amazing interview. For sure, it's my yeah, definitely well, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Too. Seriously, I think Thank it's going to help a lot of. Uh, it small helped business. me, believe me, <laughs> <laughs> believe you lost me a co-host. I'm no longer doing this shit. <laughs> Looks like I'm getting two phone calls. Yeah, yeah we're both. That's your How do whole, I get them back? She's good. She's good. Her whole goal is to break us up so we go to her to fix it. She is good. She is good. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Cheryl, you're awesome. <laughs> All right, to get a hold of Cheryl, if you're interested in getting involved with Empowered by Cheryl, you need uh, a life coach, is that? Yeah. Life yep. coach. Uh, the number is 267-393-6764. Again, that's 267-393-6764. You can also reach her on Facebook at Empowered by Cheryl slash personal coach. It's at Empowered by Cheryl slash personal, personal coach. You can... Email her at empoweredbycheryl at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in getting involved with the, the Christmas gal, <laughs> you can go to the website, which is www.thechristmasgala.org. That's a org, not a com, right? It's yep, a, yeah. org. Org usually means it's a nonprofit. Nonprofit, yep. So that's the org. They also have a Facebook at, at the Christmas Gala. Is there anything I left out here? Uh, no, we no. do have a, the Christmas gala does have a bingo coming up, but uh, this might air after that, so it might not. Matter. Oh, then when, April twenty third. April twenty third. Yeah. When do you think we're airing this? That's all right. I thought about April that. Th- after uh, no, no, no. It's right around there. I think. Yeah, okay. I think it yeah. might land on yeah. that mark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so we'll be. So you can buy tickets ahead, but we will have a limited amount of tickets at the door. So it's April twenty third. If interested, they can reach me at any of those numbers or. Okay. At the two six seven three nine three six seven six four. Or at, well, I'm for your email. Here Empowered by Cheryl at gmail.com. Yeah, these yeah. cream sodas. <laughs> <laughs> cream sodas. I answer everything splitting. on Facebook, so there's all kind of web. Okay. They can just Google Cheryl Campbell, the Christmas gala. It all come up, and I'm told it, like, takes up their pages. So <laughs> Messenger, all that, we have people answering it, so you can get us through all that. Great. So you know what's coming next, right? Yeah. The yeah. game show. Oh, are you ready, Cheryl? Are you know. ready? I didn't drink enough. We do a commercial break because me and Josh have to transform. You're going to get different voices, different guys. Okay. Yes. We're yeah, not the same people after show. this. I can't wait. And then Josh is going to fill me up during the break. Okay. Yes, I will, sir. <laughs> Am I the one drinking the most? I think so tonight. Yeah. You told oh, me you yes. did. You yes. told me you don't normally, but yeah, I think you like your cream soda. Cheryl, let me tell you something about this guy. He drinks the most every time. I need I need some coaching. I 
I, okay. I have a lying problem and a drinking problem. Okay. <laughs> I can help just six glasses a day, though. Remember that. <laughs> That's right. All right, That's let's right. let's go to commercial. We come back. We're gonna be coming back to the show. Okay. All right. Get them. Hi, this is the part of the show. We're gonna let you in on a little secret about my co-host Rick Renson. Rick Renson is a real estate agent with Century Twenty One Advantage Gold. Closing costs got you down. Don't want to break the bank to get into your new home. Contact me to talk about how we can get you assistance through programs and grants. Your dream house doesn't have to be a dream. Looking to sell your home? Get a free market evaluation when you contact me and use code GOAT. That's right, completely free. Code GOAT. No obligations, no charges. Call me at 215-806-6766. Again, that's 215-806-6766. Or email me at rick.renson at c21ag.com. Century 21! Welcome to Stump the Goat, the game show where the guest has the opportunity to take home a bottle of their favorite beverage. In this case, it's 100 proof. It wasn't her favorite, but she's getting it anyway. This is a four-round game. The guest must get two out of three answers correct in each round. Viewers at home, please drink responsibly. Here's your host, Josh Rowe. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you very much. Settle down. Stop it. Yes, I missed you two last week. Yes, we didn't play Stomp the Goat. We played Musical Goats. And now we're back, baby. We are back here. And are you ready to play, Miss Cheryl? I am as ready as I will ever be for this okay. one. Okay. Well, <laughs> round one's going to consist of pop culture questions. Oh, yay. Yay, right? Can't wait. <laughs> are you ready to play? Sure. Okay, let's get right into it with question number one. Which pop star made headlines for unsuccessfully trying to join a NASA trip to outer space? Was that A, Snoop Dogg, B, Madonna, C, Lance Bass, or D, Justin Timberlake? C. Survey says... That wasn't just a guess. No, she she came in right hot. No, wait, and I appreciate that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to question number two. Baywatch bombshell Pamela Anderson was once married to what 80s rock star? A, Axl Rose, B, Kid Rock, C, Prince, or D, Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee. Oh, man. Oh, wait, I got that wrong. You are wrong, wrong, Maestro. I'm all over the place. (laughs) There it is! You know your pop culture. I know. And I thought she was worried, and now yeah, I am. She's not worried. Yeah, she's getting this bottle. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> all right. Now on the question number three. What movie has the best-selling soundtrack of all time? A, Lion King. B, Rent. C, The Bodyguard. Or D, Grease. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? You want to hear the, the A, B, C, and D again? No. I'm going to go with C. Ooh, survey says. Did he send you these answers? Or something? No, I did not, sir. You are, my yeah. mind is blown. That <laughs> might be the best. You're three for three. Playing it. All right. All right, let's go. Next round consists of history questions. Three questions, all multiple choice. Here's your host, Josh Ross. I don't think. Uh... I think our guest is going to crush this. She has been slaying everything. I don't know about history, but we'll see. All right, let's get into it with question number one of history. The United States bought Alaska from which country? 
A, Canada, B, England, C, Russia, or D, China? Say it again. A was Canada, B, England, C, Russia, D, China. You can take your time. Think about it. I'm going to go with B. Mm. Survey says first wrong answer. Oh, that's that's okay. That uh, is okay. Not my history. That is okay. The correct answer was C, Russia. I thought about that, but I don't want to give them anything. Little angry people right <laughs> yeah, now. Very angry. <laughs> that's why we refuse to drink rock vodka. We're drinking rum, right? <laughs> <See>? <laughs> All right, moving on to question number two. Where did Albert Einstein live before moving to the United States? A, Poland, B, France, C, Russia, or D, Germany? Well, I'm going to say B. Survey says? Ah, what was that correct answer, host? The correct answer was Germany. He was a German. So was D. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. You I killed it in pop culture. Because yeah. uh, I don't know You're history. You don't know history? The TV's yeah. boring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. So we're going to move on to the last question of history. This is question number three. During World War II, Winston Churchill held an important government post. What was his title or job? A, governor. B, the House of Lords. C, prime minister. Or D, king. <laughs> C. No idea. All right, so everybody says you got a history yeah! question. Hey, she's she's not doing so bad. So you you round you won one round one, so but you bad. got one in round two, and now we're on to round three. We got business. These are three questions, all multiple choice, all com- consist of business questions. And here's your host, Josh Roll. Yes, I'm back again. Yes, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> You ready, Miss Cheryl? I'm Merrill? ready. She is. Yeah, she's like, I'm killing it. I've been ready. Uh, <laughs> duh. All right. All right. I'll just give it to you. Question number one of business. How old was Bill Gates when he became a billionaire? A, 28, B, 46, C, 25, or D, 31? What, what was the youngest one? The youngest would be 25, C. 25. The survey says... Really? No, oh, not fine. this time. But no, the correct answer was D thirty one. It was like right in the young. middle of the pack. Yeah, me yeah, too. I thought That's he was what I guess. I thought he was young. I thought he was actually yeah. younger than twenty. Josh told me the question in the middle of the week, and I tried to guess it, and I I went young. Yeah. I thought yeah, I, I yeah, went twenty eight. No, I honestly thought it was younger though. I thought it was younger than twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at him. He, was he probably little... spent a lot of years hustling. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to question number two of business. Which major department store? Uh, chain filed for a bankruptcy in 1992. A. Sears, B. Macy's, C. Coles, or D. J. C. Penny. Sears. Sears. Survey says. Really? Really? No, I was shocked myself, but it was B. Macy's. No way. Yeah, crazy. In no, 1992. Because, yeah, because yeah. Sears went down. The down on the it, right, yeah. right yeah. It, It's kind of tricky because Sears went down. You can you can't find a JC Penny anymore. I don't know if they're around. Yeah. And then Macy's Coles is holding strong. Yeah. Cole, so you wouldn't think. Yeah, but you wouldn't think them, but they, they filed and they yeah, bounced I was, back. I was confused wow. myself. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wait I a know. minute. <laughs> it was best kept secret because yes. I never even knew that one. <laughs> All so right. Don't Google that because we're not we're not 100 on this. Question. Well, I did, but and it did say that I was confused myself. Yeah. I was like Macy's, really? Because yeah. I thought the same yeah. as you, yeah. Sears, for sure. Yeah, but no, it was Macy's. Yeah. But yeah. this is this is 
from Macy. I'm wearing Macy. <laughs> well, I'm so he glad has to the hear. Mason, the Macy mannequin on. Nice, nice. <laughs> Look at yeah. you. I like the blue. Yeah, I might have to go up a size and pop and button, but it's Macy's. <laughs> Is it from '92? Yeah. <laughs> it's when they were going down, sir. God damn, you burn, Cheryl. You get in my head and you know it hurts. <laughs> she definitely just crushed your dreams. Yeah. She has the power to destroy you or build you up. <laughs> Tear you down and build you back up again, baby. You'll be better this time, I believe. All right, moving on to question number three of business. <laughs> what was the average cost of a gallon of gas in the U.S. in 1975? A, a dollar. B, 75 cent, C, 25 cent, or D, 57 cent? Oh, it's between 75 or 57. And all these prices make me want to cry compared to the prices <laughs> we have now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with 75. 75, survey says? You got it. Yes. Oh, on you. You're good. 75. I, I, I was <laughs> driving a little bit after that, so I was trying to remember how much <laughs> She's like, what was this? I remember this. Mm. <laughs> right, we're on, oh, we're right, on round four, you. but we go to commercial before that. Let's hit this. We'll be getting into the fourth and final round right after this com- quick commercial break. Yep, that's from it. Oh, you, right, pal. Yeah, by the way. From you. Sorry. It's your nah, commercial. Yep. Roll them. Oh, it's unapproved. Not my fault. Hi, this is the part of the show we're going to let you in on a little secret about my co-host, Rick Renson. Rick Renson is a real estate agent with Century 21 Advantage Gold. Closing costs got you down? Don't want to break the bank to get into your new home? Contact me to talk about how we can get you assistance through programs and grants. Your dream house doesn't have to be a dream. Looking to sell your home? Get a free market evaluation when you contact me and use code GOAT. That's right, completely free. Code GOAT. No obligations, no charges. Call me at 215-806-6766. Again, that's 215-806-6766. Or email me at rick.renton at g21ag.com. Century 21! The fourth and final round is called Secret Word. Our guest has to call a friend and have them say the secret word without them using the block words. The words are hitchhike, yearbook, and drowsy. For hitchhike, they can't say ride, thumb, or free. For yearbook, they can't say student, picture, or school. For drowsy, they can't say sleep, tired, or medication. Again, them words are hitchhike, yearbook, and drowsy. And here's your host... Josh Roll! All right, Miss Cheryl, we're back, and are you ready to play Secret Word Game? I am. I'm not quite sure my friend is. How well do you know oh this boy. friend? Can, they, can you mind meld? <laughs> do they know you're calling? Yeah, she does. <laughs> okay, she's, she's got a thumbs up here. She's ready. Very nice. Okay, right. so I'm going to dial this up. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, let's get into uh, it, Cheryl. Hope for no she technical don't difficulty. know what we're doing, but... Here we are, and I hope this is her. (laughs) If it's a stranger, we're still playing. Oh, my God. If it's a stranger, just work it out. You know you're a coach. All right. So, Helene, nobody can see you. Only I can see you. Can you see my face? Oh, thank God. I was like, oh, no, it's face. No, you can't 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 be seen. You can't be seen. But you sound lovely. But you sound lovely. But you can see me. So I am actually drinking, just so you know. They made. All right. Yeah. Wait till you see this. Wait till yeah. you see this. Hundred proof. So, um, so we're playing a game together, and this is round okay. four. And I have to give you a word, and then you have no. I have to give you. What do you want to do it? You yeah, yeah. Do it? He's going to do it. He's going to tell you. Listen, listen to. Hey, Elaine. Hi there. 
Welcome to Stump the Goat. This is a game show where you have to get the words that she, your friend is about to say. She's going to give you clues and hints towards these words. So she's going to keep saying things to you, and you just have to count, shout words that you think that she's trying to get to. Does that sound on? So okay. you you have to I have to give you hints, and you have to figure out what the word is. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be one words or? So the first no, one. No, you can say whatever you, you want. Say the first one, is, them the first one is on the side of the road. The next one is. No, no, keep going. Just keep going with that one. No, no, I am. Okay. Next word: car, person, side of the road, Where home, home. Um, next, so the, so same word, same word you're trying to figure out. Um, driving. Here, car. Driving car. Person. Home. Um, hitchhiker. Yeah. Wow. Whoa, very right. lovely. Okay. Very lovely. Look at you go. Look at you go. Go to the next one. Great teamwork, ladies. Okay, here's the next word. Ready? All right, so high school. Uh, Oh, I messed up. We'll let you go. Keep going. Okay. No Um, worries. uh, Memories. 1980 for me. Um, Mm-hmm. Graduation? Proms. Um, prom, sports. Uh, exer- uh, 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 prom, Activity? Sports. Yeah, but uh, memories, memories. Memories. Take-home memories. Pictures. Um, Close, no. but. But no cigar, huh? Right. Um. <laughs> I'm 1980. It, my reunion will be 2000 my reunion will be 42 years since hmm. i was you graduated right graduated. exactly but i also took home at the end of the oh your diploma not something else so it's yeah. confidence of that oh, diploma. good lord um <laughs> the award award you get it halfway through the the the, the year you get your it, report card Something else that you, every, every year, every year you get it while you're in high school. I said it again, but. (laughs) Well, it's out there. She's not getting it anyway. You want to go to the next one? Go to the next one. You only got to get two out of three. You want to work on this? Getting in high school every year, halfway through the year. Pages. You turn the pages. Oh, your yearbook. There you go. Oh, wow. That was just a key. That was the key. Wonderful. (laughs) That was right, already won, but let's go to the third <laughs> one for fun. All right, ready? <laughs> the next one is, if I drink too much of this, it's going to make me what? Woozy. Mm. Uh, what's another word for that? Um, I took Dramamine. It, it makes me... Drowsy. Yep. Oh, my oh, Lord. Got <laughs> Three. Well, that wasn't that much fun. <laughs> yeah, we wanted you to lose. <laughs> She didn't get one damn thing wrong. Yelene, thank you so much for doing this for, yes. for us and your friend. This will you be, did great. This will be, you'll be able to see this in a, in a little while, a <laughs> yes. couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you, We're done. I'll good. tell you all about it yeah, later. Yeah, let's give her a goat send-off. Right. You were an amazing co-guest. Thank you so yes. much for uh, picking up the phone. You didn't have to. And 
Cheryl won because of you. <laughs> See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, take it easy now. Thank you so much. You did great. You walk away with the bottle. I walked away with the bottle. You did great with the show. (laughs) The hundred proof bottle that you'll probably never drink. Oh, no, I'll make Long Islands out of it for my 60th birthday. What are you kidding me? When's the 60th? I turned 60 June 7th. Oh, very nice. Congratulations. Okay. Throwing a little party? I have no. I'm throwing my own, obviously, with a hundred proof bottle of Captain Morgan. <laughs> she got all the parties she needs. Good to go. If everybody takes a sip, I think you can invite a hundred people. Oh, yes. <laughs> That'd be good to go. Yeah, that was oh. all right. We'd like to thank you for coming out. I want to give you some more of your uh, plugs so people know how to get a hold of you. So that's empowered by Cheryl. If you're interested in help, self-help, or even do you, you don't work with business, but you help people. I do work. So if you have a small business, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still all emotional and personal. I, I can, we can do a, the intake is free. Your first intake is free. So it's a complimentary. I don't want to say free. It's complimentary to see if we can work together. So if you're that's in great. doubt. You just call me anyway, and then we'll have a conversation, and it's a free complimentary. And if anything, What's the harm in that? Let's right. find out yeah, and see right. if it fits for you. Right. Absolutely. Right. So if you're interested in the, for a free, you don't call it a consultation, what do you call it? A free, like not free, you don't call it free. No, uh, intake. An intake. It's an intake. If you want an intake at no charge, call Cheryl at 267-393-6764. Again, that's 267 393 Six seven six four. You can also reach her Facebook at Empowered by Cheryl, personal coach. Her email is Empowered by Cheryl at gmail.com. And to be clear, Cheryl is spelled C H E R Y L. Um, if you're interested in the Christmas gala, getting involved, or learning how to start your own nonprofit, contact Cheryl on the website at the Christmas Gala.org. That's O R G because it's a nonprofit. They also have a Facebook at the Christmas Gala. We'd like to thank you for coming out. Yes, thank hey. you so much, Cheryl. Yeah, this it. was awesome. This was fun. So yes. informative. So so much more well spoken than some of the drunk we had before. <laughs> yes, yes. You you are <laughs> in that kind of guest. <laughs> but we love yeah. them too. We love them too. All right. <laughs> so please go to YouTube. Yes. What is it? At, at Spotify and Spotify, Apple, Apple. wherever you listen to your podcast. Yes. So we are our website is becoming the goat. Dot net. Net, That's yep. becoming the goat.net. You all will have uh, Cheryl's bio on there, links yes. to the Christmas Gallo and her Facebook. If you want to get in touch with her, absolutely. Right? Uh, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe, subscribe. And don't forget to share, folks, and share. ring that bell. Ring that bell. For anything, you know, we get put up new, you'll have yeah. the notification yeah. and you'll get all new content. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Yes, Sarah. Cheryl, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>